0: All right, what's happening, course creators? Jono here coming at you with a solo episode. I'll just give a a little bit of a background for the new listeners. What I do on this podcast is every week I interview a guest who's a successful course creator or their social media expert or whatever it may be. Uh, But once a week, I also do a solo episode and share what's going on with my business because I actually run a whole online course business aside from this. My major business is called Fitness Education Online. In that business, I sell online courses to personal trainers, very successful. Successful business does give or take about a million dollars a year, and it's pretty—it's run pretty much on autopilot these days. So that's why I do these solo episodes. I want to share what's going on over there, so you can implement what I—some of the things that are working for me as well. And what I want to talk about today is new courses. So I'll give you a bit of background on on fitness education online, so it'll make more sense. Um, it's me and a business partner, Travis. And we initially put together one course and it was pretty popular. So we put together another course and that was pretty popular. And then we kept creating courses. Travis was actually a school teacher. And over here in Australia, it, we work on like um, a school term that goes for about 10 weeks. So the school goes for 10 weeks. There's a couple weeks holidays, another 10 week term, couple weeks holidays, another 10 week term, couple week holidays. So there's four school terms throughout the year. Travis was um, a full-time teacher at the time. I was a full-time personal trainer. And we'd essentially meet up in the school holidays and get a course done. So we'd knock out, you know, four or five courses a year kind of thing. So within about two to three years, we had 10, 15 courses. Now, some of them sold really well. Some of them never sold. Some of them sold okay. But what happened at that point? We'd grown a bit of a following. We'd, we'd, we'd done all right financially. We'd both quit our jobs and we're doing the course creator thing full-time. Um, but we couldn't create any more courses because we didn't know any more stuff. Everything we knew was in one of those 10 to 15 courses. But what was happening is our audience would kind of ask us for, for courses that we didn't have a specialty on. Like they, they give us a call they'd send us a DM or whatever. And they'd be like, Hey, you know, Jono, Travis, um, look, your courses are, are really good, but I've already done your bootcamp course. I want to do a course on nutrition. Have you got a nutrition course or have you got a course on training older adults? Or have you got a course on training pregnant women? Like those kind of questions there. And none of them are my specialty, not training pregnant women, not training older adults and not, um, nutrition, nothing against them if that's your specialty, but I was a bootcamp guy. Right. So. I didn't have any more courses that I could create. And there was demand for courses that I, I couldn't create. So what I did or what we did was we paired with experts. We found uh, an expert, Mish Wright, shout out if you're listening, who already had like a course on training pregnant and postnatal women. And we essentially said, hey, Mish, can we pair you with you on this course? I um, mean, we'll do a 50-50 split. That was another conversation and I'll, I'll do another episode on that. But Long story short, she was like, yep, that's great. Put it on your website, send it to your email list, whatever, and, and we'll do a 50-50 split. So we did that, and that worked quite well. Um, and then we did the same thing with a nutrition course. We found someone who already had a nutrition course and did a 50-50 split there. And we did that with a, with a few different courses. And that was good initially because it gave us new courses. We could do new course launches. Um, we had these courses that people wanted that we could sell. But there was one problem with it. Uh I was used to taking a hundred percent. You know, well, me and Travis, we used to take in a hundred percent of the the revenue on courses. Now all of a sudden we're just taking fifty percent of it. And of that fifty percent, I've got to split it with Travis. So I'm only getting twenty-five percent. Um so, look, it wasn't bad when we had a couple of courses that we were doing there, but then we got we, we worked with more and more people, got more and more of these 50-50 splits. Uh, and it got to the point where it actually wasn't that great for us because we were more just selling other people's courses as opposed to our, our own courses. It wasn't a massive drop or anything because we're probably selling a few more and getting a new market and had more connections or whatever. Um, but it wasn't like the business wasn't growing. Because the new courses we were putting out, we're only getting 50% off, and they were probably taking away from some of the courses that we're getting 100% off. Uh, but that's okay, because what we figured out was there's another way to create courses, which is via a variation of online summits. So what we did a couple of years ago is we put together a course around training older adults. Or seniors. That was another popular thing in the field, right? But I didn't have that skill set. Travis didn't have that skill set. We didn't want to find someone else and go 50-50 with them. And, and I'll put this into perspective as well. So Miss Wright, I don't know if I should have said a name, but that's right. Whatever. Miss Wright, she's the, the woman that's got our um, pregnancy course. And she's also got a course with us around training postnatal women. Um, I just paid her seven thousand dollars last month. We made fourteen thousand dollars of sales just from her two courses, and I gave her seven thousand dollars right? And it's not always $7,000 a month that we give her. It's it's usually around four or five, or probably say three to $4,000. So, you know, if I can keep that money myself, that would be better. Not with that course, obviously, but new courses moving forward. So with this seniors course, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to go, didn't want to find someone that's already got the course. So what me and Travis did is we put together a summit. All right, we found five speakers that had like a different specialty around training older adults. One, you know, was like how to make training for older adults fun. One gave a talk on, you know, the common conditions in older adults. One gave a, a talk on chair aerobics. One gave a call a, a, a talk on fall prevention. One gave a talk on dementia. You know, all, all the different. I can't remember them exactly, but I'm just I'm simplifying this as well. Right, we got say five different speakers. We paid those speakers between two to three hundred dollars. Let's even call it $300. And let's say, so five speakers at $300. We outlaid $1,500 to put the course together, right? And we sold that course for $300. So as soon as we've sold five of them, we're in the clear, right? And we sold five of them before the course was even created because we did the summit live the first time, right? But am getting a bit off topic here. The, the point I'm trying to get at here is that once we made that shift and we started creating summits the business revenue started to grow again because instead of finding someone that already had a course and pairing with them and giving them 50% for life all we had to do was find one person who had who could do a module basically pay them a set amount we obviously keep the content the content we put that in in the, in the contract we make a few sales initially and then we've got that course for life So that's essentially the reason why I'm telling this story is that's essentially what I do in fitness education online now. I haven't created a new course myself off my IP in about five years because there's nothing else left to create that, that, that that I know how to do in that space. But the reason we can keep creating courses and create so many of them is with that module there. Now I could, if I wanted to, probably create a new course every month. I usually spread it out around two months just because like I'm a relaxed kind of guy, and I'm not in a massive hurry, so I can put together a new course, a really good quality, high selling course every two months without me doing any work. Yes, the outlay outlay is maybe a thousand, a thousand five hundred dollars, but I can I get that back so so quick. So that's a. Do want to share that because the there's a couple of reasons why I want to share that. I want to share just so you know what I'm doing, you know, it's like, great. He's, he's another way to create courses. If you don't have the, you know, the, the, the knowledge or whatever it is. Um, And yeah, just to give you that insight there, but the key, like the major, the major point that I want to, um, not the major point, but like the one, I guess caveat here is the reason that works for me is because I already have that engaged audience. I've already got an engaged audience in fitness education and line of, 20,000 personal trainers that have bought courses before and inquired about courses, and I know we're interested. It's just that I need things to sell them. So because I already have that course, it's very easy for me to pay that expert because I know I'm going to get an ROI on it. I wouldn't do that initially. Like if you're listening, I mean you could if you've got no skill set and you want to do it, but the risk involved there is like you might lose a, a little bit on the the front end. Uh, but anyway, that's what I wanted to cover today. So keep me posted on how you're going, and I'd love to get uh, love to hear everyone's going. Feel free to send me a DM, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. All the co- all the the details are in the show notes.